Welcome to Paradox Walk Podcast, specializing in paranormal activity, cryptids, UFOs, glitches in the matrix, anything completely out of the ordinary, unexplainable, supernatural, you name it. If it's weird, I will cover it. It is the middle of September, the year 2022. This is episode 11. Today I'll be talking about a soldier who claimed to see a man turn into a tree right before his very eyes. A lot of us remember a yellow sun all day long. Nowadays, we only see a yellow sun at sunrise and sunset, if you're lucky. There's record of photographers and artists that are very, very good with colors that have written in emails way back in 2002 to the Coast to Coast Art Bell Show telling him that they were noticing slight changes in the colors from the sun, that it was becoming more white. And keep in mind, a lot of people remember a yellow sun all day long. I'm talking like the 90s. Uh, The first email he reads is, quote, Burning. The sun feels different. I always spent much time in the sun. I have dark skin and tan darkly. I've never had much problem with sunburn. I live in Colorado, and I know the atmosphere is thin. But the other day, I was running my dog, and I tell you the sun felt like it was searing my skin. And I know it's not my imagination. And also, constantly, I have this idea. I don't know how to explain it, but I can't help but get the feeling that everything is getting sterile. My customers tell me that the sun just feels more intense. Then Art says, or this email, and he reads another one, quote, Art. I thought I was losing my mind or succumbing to paranoia until hearing you talking about the strangeness of the sun. For about a year, I've had this feeling that the sun, even out here in Manhattan, that the sun just feels wrong. Too big, too white, too hot, in the wrong place. And I don't know any other way to describe it. Even sunglasses don't offer that much protection anymore, and I find myself shielding my eyes crossing the street to get to shade. The sun literally seems to be too low in the sky. There's, there are days when one can't even tell if they're walking right into the sun. Fascinating, but a little disturbed. Then Art uh, reads another one, and he says, or this one, Art, I'm a painter of watercolors, the light. The quality of the light is what I notice. It's what us painters key into. And I too have noticed that the sun is more white and less yellow. Light striking us is more penetrating. Sometimes it feels just like needles. I've even noticed that the sun penetrating and heating up my mattress, even if the ambient temperature is not that high. I couldn't help but remember what Ed Dames said about the sun. I don't know about Ed Dames, but... Another email comes into our bell, and he reads it, quote, I'm a photographer and extremely aware of light variations, and thank you for bringing up the changing light of the sun. He couldn't read them all because he's got a show to do, you know, so he's, he ended up saying that he had a landslide of emails, and this is 2002, of people agreeing. He said he just had write-in after write-in of of this stuff, uh, people agreeing that the nature, the color, the feel of the sun, the intensity of the sun was changing. The sky was blue, the sun was yellow. Um, Nowadays, it's like, if I was going to draw the the sky, the sun (laughs) would be white. It just sounds so crazy, right? But anybody over, you know, 30 years old, you're going to pretty much agree with me. it's so bizarre. It, the only thing I can think of is like Book of Revelation type stuff. I'd like to thank Dan from the channel Dreams in the Cosmic Trip for posting about this episode of the Art Bell Show. It's really important that, especially way back in 2002, that artists and p- people that noticed that type of thing were noticing this way back then.
when the moon is in a phase, I've heard other people talk about this too, when it's in the waxing gibbous or waning gibbous, whatever those are called, where it's not a full moon, the other side, you can still kind of see it. And back in the day, like in the, you know, in the 90s and stuff, if the if the moon wasn't full, it was black on the side that was still kind of covered. So you can still see something there, like it's not quite black, kind of grayish. I'm surprised that isn't more of a thing, like people talking about, like like the crescent moon, you know what I mean? Like the, the side that's not lit up is like a grayish, like grayed out. It's just bizarre. Like that never, it used to look just totally black. It was just blacked out like the sky those are two things those are two big things that and i've seen other people comment on that i've also heard i don't know much about this but i heard that there's a new type of uv ray that's being emitted by the sun i have heard about that some somebody that knows more about that can maybe leave a comment but so worldmaparchive.tumblr.com the title is world maps in one try a collection by benjamin Pollock. and the basic idea so I can get through this really quick, is this man's idea was people take a blank piece of paper without looking at Google, without looking at a map, without looking at the internet, just draw the, the world how they remember it. And this was his idea, and he wanted them to mail them in. And a bunch of people did. So on this Tumblr page is more than 100. You know, it was open to anybody. So there was like a lot of little kids. Some people did funny things. Some people... Um, did like cubism, so you can't really tell. But when they did do a map, everybody put South America directly under North America or pretty close. If it was shifted to the side, it was very, very not extreme. It was Peru, Chile would be pretty much under California's time zone and Brazil, like the East Coast would be pretty close to the East Coast of the United States. This is what I remember. I'm sure many of you listening remember that as well. So surprise south america is basically like shifted to where most of it is underneath the east coast of the united states like it just sounds so weird how many of us grew up looking at maps that i mean was all those maps wrong like how does this work i bring it up because i listen to this guy talking about he's they consider that a mandela effect and people get angry about that they're like you know continents can't move then someone brought up a point if you're kind of of assumption that physical matter are more subjected to consciousness more than the other way around if that's true where consciousness kind of is at a higher level than physical matter then entire continent moving would be no different than a kit kat dash disappearing like why would one thing be more you know solid and immovable than the other i thought that was an interesting point in the future i want to get into this one thing called like quantum back history i have to find the experiment and be able to explain it so it's not boring with like the detectors you know quantum physics like hates being detected right it's like the double slit experiment but then they added another step to where the physical matter like loads a back history of what it did that like kind of counteracts how we would think you know something like that would would work not very cool to explain it like that but i'm sorry i just kind of went off the cuff a little bit so and i remembered this book i read when i was a kid it's called mostly harmless it's written by douglas adams and he described something like a mandela effect way back then this was like early 90s or something when he wrote this book the character in the book, he was on some weird like spaceship accident where they went through some kind of wormhole glitch in the matrix type thing. And his wife or girlfriend that was sitting next to him suddenly disappeared. She wasn't on the flight manifest. Her seat wasn't even warm when he put his hand on the seat. 
and they never heard of her. So they were like, yo, you just made her up or something like that, right? Or you had a false memory. And he ends up at this place that's supposed to be Earth, but in this other dimension type thing. So I'm going to read what he, when he picks up a map, this is him describing the map, quote, this is chapter seven of the book, Mostly Harmless. There was one huge landmass off to the upper left-hand side of the page that tapered down to a tiny waist. So he's describing Mexico and Central America. And then it ballooned out again, like a large comma. So that's how you would describe saying this is like a version of Earth. He doesn't say anything about curving to the side, you know, Mexico and Central America does not spin off to the east or anything. So tapered down to a tiny waist. What does tapered down mean? It means getting skinnier. So he's just describing the top landmass going down, getting skinnier, and it turns into like a comma shape. That's what I remember. That's what everyone else remembers. But all of a sudden, when you look at a map, it's like this weird twisted turned horn for like Mexico and Central America and like South America is just way over in a totally different time zone. Yeah, check out that like drawing contest, but it, it is fascinating. Every single person just draws the same exact thing, like Central America directly under North America and South America pretty much directly underneath North America. You know, basically the East Coast lines up with the East Coast of, you know, like Brazil and that and the West Coast and Baja California kind of lines up with Chile and Peru in a general sense. Besides that, I got some stories here. So this was a 2016 call. This was a call to Coast to Coast Radio. This is a soldier stationed at Fort Hood, Texas. So the soldier and some other people were doing maneuvers and he was put on a radio watch for the evening. And it was kind of a boring night until another man arrived. And this is a soldier talking, quote, So I'm sitting there doing my little hour-long shift, and we've got the ranchers there. Sometimes, like, military bases, they take it, they take over so much land that they have these certain times where they let cattle ranchers bring their cows up to eat the grass and stuff like that. And then at a certain time, they're supposed to be going. And the soldiers, if the if the land isn't cleared, they have to go kick them off. And this is him quoting, quote, so we got the ranchers there and they've got the cattle range on this land and they were the cattle would eat the grass. Well, one of them, one of the ranchers came up to our area of operation and, you know, he had this little whip. And so I was kind of talking to him because I was bored, you know, and there wasn't much else going on. And he didn't speak any English and my Spanish is really bad. So I was like, great, I can practice and that'll help me stay awake. According to Tim, their little chat lasted for a while, eating up the rest of his time. Eventually, he realized that his shift was coming to an end, and he had to wake up the next guy for his shift. The farmers aren't supposed to be there uh, like at that time, so I'm like, hey man, you gotta go. And he wouldn't leave. Finally, I grabbed hold of him, and he turned into a bush. Tim claims that the man he was talking to for several minutes suddenly morphed into a bush right in front of his eyes he just turned into a tree that tree wasn't there when we set up and he was gone and he just turned into a tree i was like oh my god and you know i got the next guy up and it was his time and he was talking about why did we put our camp right here with this tree in the middle according to tim the tree was not there when they arrived at the location even though he could not explain it the man he was conversing with had turned into a five or six foot tall tree so another channel that covered this story is called Beyond Creepy. I've mentioned that channel a number of times because it's 
probably my all-time favorite for YouTube. Let's look at some of the comments after Beyond Creepy channel covered this case. First one here, quote, Where I live, there are plenty of cases of sightings of very tall men walking through the fields. When the workers of the fields drive the tractors or walk towards those figures and get close enough to them, they realize it's a tree that wasn't there. It's scary because the trees appear in the middle of a plowed field. These tall figures just walk like a man in a very determined way, and then they stop when they sense people nearby. These sightings have been happening for a very long time because the elderly remember tales or sightings they personally had. Here's another one, but it's not necessarily a tree, but these types of like forest or field spirits being able to change into something. Some of the things I've heard is troll, actual trolls, real trolls, can really turn into big rocks. I know that that's, I've heard of a case of uh, some kids chasing something like a troll through a farm, and, and it ran behind a barn, and then when they uh, ran behind the barn after it, uh, when they turned the corner, there was like a, a big old boulder there, and they couldn't move the boulder, they, they couldn't even budge it, but they knew that that troll turned into a big rock. I've heard of that before, not just this one time. It's also featured in the, that kid's movie, Frozen, isn't it? When the when the guy, he, he walks up to a big area full of these little rocks with moss all over them, and then they, these things like roll around and unfold into trolls. So here's this comment, quote, We went to metal detect, you know, like when they like wave that thing over the ground and try to find rings and things. We went to metal detect in a rural, rural area upstate New York that we have hunted many times before. On site, we discovered something that had not been there the previous day. There, in the middle of this forested area, was a huge boulder, easily the size of half of a bus. We thought we were in the wrong spot until we found the old cellar hole that we've been digging bottles out of. Our cellar hole was like 12 feet away from this gigantic boulder that was never there before. The boulder had a crack in the middle that ran from top to bottom and was wide enough to walk through. In the middle of the crack was a Y-shaped branch stuck into the ground, just like X marks the spot. But Y marks the spot, I guess. We dug under that branch. You know, I guess they thought that maybe that was supposed to be marking something. So they dug underneath it and found nothing. I'm 70 years old now, and I don't care if you believe this or not. Here's another one, quote, There are reports of Bigfoot morphing into trees, and a couple of kids... We're climbing on a seriously shaped tree. I don't know what seriously shaped tree means. Maybe out of the ordinary type of tree. Okay, so continuing to quote here. When one of the kids got a feeling of a message telling him that they shouldn't be climbing on the trees. So he called his other friend down. And after they walked away, he turned around and that tree was gone. Here's another one quote. My friend saw a giant tree person 17 years ago. So... I don't know, maybe 20 years ago now. I think the video is a few years old. 17 years ago, just walking along a creek, she heard the noise of crackling branches and looked up, and there it was, as tall as the rest of the trees on the property, maybe 60 feet tall. A couple of my other videos, I talk about people seeing things on, um, you know, like hallucinogenic plants and stuff like that, and I don't know how to really think about it if somebody takes one of these things and they uh, see something, but when multiple people see the same thing, I think one of the dumbest words to ever exist in the human language is shared hallucination, because that just makes no sense at all. I don't think there's such a thing. So this lady, she talks about seeing a guy at a party that everyone else saw, and she she said some of them took, I think, Jimson weed, which is extremely dangerous. You shouldn't take that. 
and belladonna. It's another type of hallucinogenic, but they use it for other stuff. I forgot exactly what it was used for. People can leave comments what I forgot that was. So here's her story. Had a party at her house many, many years ago. People mingling throughout the backyard, music blasting, folks drinking, dancing in the living room. Typical party scene. At one point, three or four of us had been sitting on the couch talking. One guy I didn't recognize. As a co-host, I wanted to make him feel included, so I struck up a conversation with him. I had seen him in several spots throughout the evening, standing or sitting amidst the crowd, yet always silent, preoccupied. So here's my chance. At least cheer him up and maybe find out who he was. After three or four icebreakers that went nowhere, I guess she was trying to talk to him and he didn't say anything back, no matter what I'd ask or say, he'd just continue sitting, staring straight ahead. I started to feel slighted. I mean, it was my party. He could beg off or something. I think that's like a British word. I don't know. Say he'd rather not talk, but he didn't have to be rude. So I made up my mind to confront him on his lack of response. He had no problem drinking my booze, so at least he... So the least he could do was acknowledge I was talking to him. I reached out my hand to smack him on his shoulder and leaned over toward him to make certain he'd know I was addressing him. I started to say something like, Hey dude, did you hear me? I'm asking you a question. And as my hand reached his shoulder, he dissolved into a million little pixels and vanished. My hand fell clean through where he had been and bounced off the couch cushion below. I spent the rest of the night going from friend to friend, verifying that they had seen the guy around during the evening. Several had. So other people had seen him and knew who she was talking about, but they didn't know who he was, and no one else talked to him. Granted, we had taken some belladonna or jimson weed earlier in the evening, but it was quite odd to have such a localized hallucination of one man amidst a crowd throughout the course of the evening when all else proceeded as business as usual. And I was not the only one to see him, just the only one to try touching him, causing his disappearance. Um, I guess someone else said that friend of hers from that time and place that was like hanging out at the apartment, I guess took either belladonna or jimson weed and had no ill effects except that he said all night long a Native American mother with a babe in arms sat in the corner of his room, never saying a word just stared at him all night long until the next day when she faded away she goes on to talk about maybe the the veil is breached when we do that I, when multiple people see the same thing i think it's possible that the plant itself is causing both people to witness the same thing uh, maybe it's one of the spirits of the plant when multiple people see the same thing the story i remember hearing it was a guy or a kid i think he was pretty young was playing video games one night and he claims to have had some sort of blackout. And there were records of him in the chat room of the game. The chat rooms are like logged. I guess he started talking nonsense in his chat room and in the little microphone and stuff. And then he he claims to have like been out of it for the whole night. And then the next day he came to with, it's kind of embarrassing to the kid, but he said he had, he had a pair of his clothes that he was wearing the night before were on the ground and he picked them up and they were all full of like urine, like he uh, pissed himself. I came across this story of another, this guy's older, I think he claims to be in his 40s and he was also playing one of these video games. So I'm just going to start reading it. Maybe people can tell me what they think of it. This, it kind of goes hand in hand. I've had one episode where people's consciousness going into other dimensions and then uh, an episode of like uh, seizures with different kind of things. So what if these video games are causing these people to have like these episodes where they have like seizures or they're, it does something to their brain where it makes their consciousness kind of shift or something. 
because this is another video game story. So I'm going to read a quote. It was the night or early morning of April 2nd, 2018. I was playing a game called Guild Wars 2. They had an event going on where you, if you grinded this special event board enough, I don't know what that means, you could eventually buy this cool little cloud mount that has a rainbow trail and does this cute game music while you're flying around, and I had to have it. Playing this area repeatedly for a very long time, maybe six hours or eight, I can't remember. But all of a sudden I noticed the staging area, which was like a public lobby you'd go into with other players, was totally different. Like I'd been in this lobby area like 25 or 30 times this session, maybe more, because I kept playing the same challenge over and over for hours. But this time, this time, it was completely different. The layout, where the quest mobs are, everything was totally different. I just chalked it up to maybe the devs doing a live update while I was playing, but it felt weird. It's really hard to explain. And I said to hell with it and jumped back into the board I've been playing all night long up until this point, and the stage I jumped into was totally different also. It was way bigger. It had more challenges in it, and the layout was different. And at this point, I'm kind of freaking out. And my wife, who had to go use the bathroom, wasn't sitting next to me at this point, so I just kind of looked around and shrugged and very warily kept playing. It was at this point where my head felt really funny, almost foggy as it were, and I started having extreme difficulty concentrating. What happened next is very difficult to explain, but I'll try my damnedest. So I started seeing, he puts in quotes, like seeing a game, a different game screen than the one I was physically looking at. So basically, in my mind's eye, I was playing the same game, but taking different actions. I was seeing different results from those actions. Also, I could physically see the screen in front of me, but I was also taking different actions in this reality. I started freaking out at this, almost wigging out as if I was on some kind of bad acid trip or something. But I kept calm because I know getting upset would not help. I just kept playing and observing this phenomenon. This went on for a while and then I noticed my wife was sitting back next to me at the table where we play games at. And I just stopped abruptly playing, logged off, and I went and sat on the sofa and I said to her, we need to talk. She's freaking out at this point because we've been together going on eight years and I never say that. So she so she thought something was wrong with us. And I said, no, babe, I think something's wrong with me. I think I'm going crazy, insane, losing my grip on reality. So I tell her, while you were in the bathroom for a really long time, I had this experience just happen to me and I'm freaking out and I don't know what to do. She says, I wasn't in the bathroom. Uh, I've been sitting next to you this entire time. Okay, at this point, I'm really effing freaking out because I effing swear to all that is holy that I turned around and saw her in the bathroom with the door closed and the light at the bottom of the door and her empty effing chair right next to me with a bunch of exclamation points. I explained to her what's been happening. My mind still feels fuzzy and it feels like I, I'm thinking and seeing two different things at once. And I told her I was scared and not sure if it was me having a psychotic break or something was trying to possess me or maybe I'm having a stroke or a mini stroke. But I'm scared at this point. She asked me if I want to go to the hospital and I tell her no. And that's probably not a good idea that I drive in this state. Um, he doesn't know if he'll black out behind the wheel or what. And then he says she doesn't even have her license. And after talking about this for what seems like an hour or maybe two, I'm mentally drained and tired and figure the best thing to do is go to bed and get unconscious. Uh, there's something else about this story. What was it? So he asked his wife what he was doing from her point of view the entire time while she was sitting next to him because he thought she was in the bathroom. And this is quoting, she said, I was just sitting there quietly focused on the game and she didn't want to bother me. This is really weird because we almost always talk to each other and I'm the exact opposite of someone who has ADD. I'm super concentrated, but I still talk to my wife while we're sitting next to each other. But this time she said that I never uttered a word for like an hour or more. And this isn't 
this isn't me normally, so I have no explanations there. There's a show called Travelers, and it was canceled, but it starts off with, instead of people time traveling, like through like a portal or something, they just travel with their consciousness, with some type of machine, and it makes the person, they like jump into a person, they like choose a person in the past, and they uh, like kind of like send their consciousness and kind of take over that person's body and mind. And the weird thing that happens is they have a seizure. So the person has a seizure and then they wake up when the seizure's over and they're this new like mind. The other thing that happens in this movie right towards the last season before it got canceled, which is weird because it had a lot of fanfare and a lot of people really liked it. So very strange that that got canceled is the person making all the decisions is a quantum computer. And the other thing is the guy in charge of keeping track of like the history of the timeline that they jumped onto start seeing two timelines at once. So he describes what this guy went through. Weird that two of these stories I found start off by them playing a video game. This one seemed interesting to me. Uh, this lady claims to have like passed out and then she tells you that she believes she was seeing um, a few moments into the future before she passed out. It's odd that these things always kind of a lot of these stories seem to go around someone like passing out or seizures or some kind of thing. It, it, whenever these stories kind of like I was seeing two timelines, it always seems to coincide with somebody like blacking out or feeling like they're in two places at once. And then I wonder what's really going on with this. Like, could the consciousness like straddle two dimensions at once or something? So let's see what she says. Sounds really similar to the guy playing the video game, the older guy, where he's seeing two things at once. So I'll give, uh, this is the quote. I was standing in the kitchen looking at the living room where all of my siblings were. To be clear, there was no one else in the house except for my siblings and all of them were sitting in the living room watching TV. Suddenly, I see a shadow of someone clearly walking towards the hallway coming from my brother's bedroom. I realized that there couldn't be a person walking towards it because no one else was in the house. I looked at the living room again and double counted my siblings, noting that they were all sitting there for sure. When my vision turned to static, and I could feel myself stumble backwards. Also, when my vision turned to static, I couldn't hear anything either. It was like I had suddenly gone blind and deaf. A fraction of a second later, I opened my eyes to see that I was lying on the kitchen floor. I saw the shadow coming from the hallway again, but this time it was one of my brothers walking from their bedroom into the hallway. He sat down on the couch, and I realized that no one had any idea that I'd fallen over. Despite the fact that my head hitting the tile floor must have made some noise, is it possible that I saw a small part of a future event, my brother walking down the hallway before it was meant to happen? And so I passed out. I'm positive that what I saw was a person walking towards the hallway from the bedroom, as I lived in that house for 19 years. But if she was going to see the future, why didn't she see the guy walking with the shadow? Why did she just see the shadow? You know, some of these things are just so weird. I wish I had answers, but I don't. I'd like to thank everybody for checking out the podcast. My Patreon is patreon.com slash paradoxwalk. I'd like to thank my first Patreon, Roxy. And the music is Downbeat88. The opening track is called The Dark. The outro is called A Moment of Peace. Thank you so much and have a good day.